Last week we talked about step four to the seven step success strategy. And it was about changing the channel. And there's so many areas in our life that we can change besides the TV channel or the radio channel. What are we listening to? What are we putting into our minds on a daily basis? But what are we believing? What are we remembering? What are we saying? There's so many ways to change that channel. And I asked you to write down some answers to some questions that I think really, really need to happen. And I just want to challenge you to go back to those questions again. How did you answer them last week? And what are you going to do about it? What are you going to stop doing? And what are you going to start doing? I know for me, I've had to really start saying a lot of affirmations and mantras in my life. There was a time in my life when I was diagnosed with a precancerous lesion that I had to start to say a lot of positive affirmations in my life. I just started to memorize these incredible Bible verses over and over and I would meditate on them in the morning, in the afternoon, at night. I would wake up in the middle of the night and just start to say those mantras. How many of you have had a nightmare at night and you wake up in the middle of the night And what I do is I just start to pray and I start to remember all the incredible things that are happening in my life or that have happened to me and just an attitude of gratitude. So changing that channel is so important. Let's talk about step five. And that is the letter E in the word success. And it's examine your heart. This probably is the most important chapter of my entire book, Be Amazing. And why do I say that? Because I'm 53 now and I'm starting to think about the power of legacy. And I've had so many people in my life pass on. I've been to so many funerals in my life. And I start to listen to the eulogy and what the pastor or the speaker is saying about their family members. And I start to think, wow, I wonder what they're going to say about me. The honest truth is you need to set that intention now. What do you think they're going to say about you? What do you want your legacy to be? Do you want people to say, well, they were really unforgiving. Wow, they were a whiner. Wow, they were selfish. Wow, that person was an energy vampire. I often wonder when they're saying the eulogy, how often they have to just make things up that are positive just to make everybody feel better. I don't want that to happen at my funeral. I want people to say that I was forgiving and selfless, energetic, that I had integrity. I hope you can hear my heart right now because my goal right now is for you to help you to realize that God has destined for you, for me, to live a victorious life. My daughter and I are writing a book together. It'll be released by the end of the year. And it's called Be Uncommon. And it's about the power of legacy and how God created us to have a champion spirit. 
And it's really the steps to success of finding your purpose and how to live that purpose out. I really believe that we all have some figuring out to do. Think about this. I love this quote by Eric Thomas. He says, if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Wow, think about that. I mean, think about if somebody's shoving you under the water, drowning you, what are you doing? You're trying to gasp for air. Like, do you really feel that in your success? Like, do you know what your purpose is? I can tell you, I do workshops all over the country and I'll ask people if they know their purpose and maybe one or two ands will go up. And I do online masterminds and so many people will say to me, I haven't even thought about it. I don't know my purpose. I think so many of us are so focused on doing, we forgot about being. And remember I told you about the iceberg, that 90% of the iceberg is under the water? That's the part that does all of the damage. Is that 90% that's under the water, is that doing damage for you? Is it damaging relationships? Is it damaging you? Well, you may need some figuring out to do. You might want to hire a coach or a therapist or a counselor to really get through the past so that you can move on to the future, to the power of legacy, one of the best questions that I would ask people when they say, well, I don't know my purpose, and I'll ask them the simple questions, well, what would you attempt to do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you attempt to do if you knew you couldn't fail? Go ahead and grab a sheet of paper and a pen and write it down. Say it out loud right now. If you're driving in the car and you're listening to the podcast, just yell it out. What would you attempt to do if you knew you couldn't fail? Yeah, take a good look inside your heart. And let me ask you another question that I always love to ask people about the power of legacy. If you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be? If you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Well, let me ask you this. What would you want it to be? What would you want it to be? My quote this past year, past couple years has been, don't be obsessed with money or success, but rather be obsessed with improvement. And I do love that word obsessed and obsessed in a good way, obsessed in wanting to improve in all areas of my life, professional, physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. And I love the quote, if it's to be, it's up to me. If it's to be, it's up to me because I know now that transformation begins in me. It took me quite a few years to figure that out. 2013, I became a John Maxwell speaker 
and coach. And about 150 of us coaches went to Guatemala and we trained 25,000 leaders. And the course was called Transformation Begins in Me. And I got to tell you, I was for sure the one who was transformed because when I got back with tears coming down my eyes, I regretted the things that I had done in the past and I apologized to my family, to my team for not being the leader that I should have been. And I really realized that year that leadership begins at home. And I couldn't continue to act a fool at home in front of my husband and my children and expect that I wasn't going to be a fool at work. So I knew at that moment, all those years that I wasted trying to fix and change my family, my friends, my team, and all I needed to do was fix and change myself. My definition of leadership now is transformed people transform people. So how do you get transformed? I believe it's consistently and constantly and daily examining our heart. That 90% of that iceberg below the water, that's our characteristics that make us who we are, our being. And that comes from examining our heart on a consistent basis. What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to start doing? What am I doing that's making a fool of myself? So here's a great activity for you to do this week. Go ahead and grab another post-it. Obviously, I love post-its. I think I'm obsessed with post-its. Go ahead and grab one of those. And let me ask you this. I had a student many years ago that came to me that had to quit school. And she told me because the doctor told her she, with this debilitating disease, she needed to get her affairs in order. And it was crazy because that affected me so much. And even years later, it just affected me and it woke me up. It made me really examine my heart. And and it was crazy because I found this website called OneMonthToLive.com. And when I stumbled on that website, I found this incredible uh, activity that you could do. And I started doing this in all of my leadership workshops. And I want to do it with all of you because it it really works well. and, And I highly recommend that you do this often. So let me ask you this. If you were told you had one month to live, what five things would you change about yourself? If you were told you had one month to live, what five things would you change about yourself? Go ahead and write them down now. Yeah, as you think about this and and you see the answers that you put down, I want you to go ahead and turn that post-it over or on the bottom of that post-it note if you have room. Just write down the question, what am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? Yeah, I believe that this is part of the transformation. Examining 
your heart. So my challenge this week is to take that note, fold it up, put it in your wallet or somewhere that you can look at it often, just like I had you do with your goals. Look at it often and remind yourself, what am I waiting for? Examine your heart.